Welcome to the Level Up Podcast. Our goal is that by listening to our podcast, you will be inspired to level up. With the help of some amazing guests, we'll be inspired by some inspirational success stories and find out how you can level up your business, your life, and your relationship with yourself. Because I know that by leveling up and balancing these three aspects of your life, you can make a difference and impact the lives around you. Level Up Podcast will be a series of interviews featuring successful professionals who are making a mark and a difference in their lives and others. They will share their incredible stories of how they did it, so you can be inspired and learn from the very best. Thank you so much, Jessica, for coming on today um, to our interview, to our podcast today. I'm super excited. And first of all, just wanted to thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time. I know you're an amazing, busy woman. And for you to take the time to be with me today, I feel honored. And I just wanted to thank you for that. Um, We're going to go ahead and get started. And more than anything, just want you to help us understand who is Jessica? um, How did you start it in this? whole space of coaching, real estate, and all the stuff that we're going to tap into. But just tell the audience, who is Jessica? Where are you from? How did you get into this? Uh, My name is Jessica Miller. I go by Jessica, the mind trainer and phobia eliminator. I live in Los Angeles and lead a pretty uh, normal life. Nothing too exciting. Awesome. Awesome. I do, again, get to know you through some of your courses. So I definitely admire you and, and see how many changes and lives you have made. Uh, definitely on mine. I can, I can speak for myself. You have definitely helped me so much with my business. Uh, but yes, how do you start it in this? I know you did real estate, right? That's how you, you got into this. Yeah, I still have my license and I still do deals here and there. Um, I can tell you that actually now I make more money than when I was in real estate full time. And that's because of the, the mindset changes that I have and, and the training that I've done on myself and the training that I've, you know, done for other people. Um, I'm just a living example of what it is that I teach and that, you know, um, you can just be and get business. You don't have to push so hard all of the time. And a lot of people think that, you know, uh, working harder is smarter, but it's actually who you are being that that is what brings in the business. So that's basically what I teach to people. Amazing. So when you started in the real estate, you started as a real estate agent. You went into investing. How did you get into the the industry with the real estate? estate I was a real estate agent and uh, for a long time. And Uh then at some point, um, I did my first flip. And then I started doing um, flips. Um. You know, from there, it just changed the trajectory of my business because initially, you know, I was doing what everybody else does, sitting open houses, knocking on doors, sending out mailers, doing all those things, which were all amazing and beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought there was a lot of people around me getting business a lot easier. I was doing a lot of business and I was making a lot of money, but I was also doing a lot of things to get that business. Okay. And I saw that there were people around me doing a lot less than me and making the same, if not more. Um, and that was always interesting to me. And I found that, you know, when I shifted in my business and I shifted in my mindset and I started working more on the investor side, I started having people come to me as opposed to me going to people. And and that's because when you become a living example of something, people are Mm -hmm. automatically attracted to you. 
People want to know what it is that you have. People want to know what it is that that you're doing. And then they will ask you, hey, how did you do this? How did you get there? And then the conversations change, right? The conversations change from like people feeling uncomfortable because you're a salesperson and maybe you're trying to enter conversations socially about real estate. And they're like, oh God, another person who wants to try to get me to buy or get me to sell versus when, when you're having a conversation and you're educating people and you're talking about, oh, I did this investment and I made this much and there's this great house down the street and you have these things, then they're interested in you. Then they're asking you for your information as opposed to you getting their information and you trying to follow up. They're contacting you. They're calling you. They want information from you. And it's a much different energy to be in and it's a much different power position uh, when people are coming to you versus you having to go to them. Absolutely. And I, and I think, like you said, the approach is definitely different when you're having to be the one going after them. So that's an amazing story. So you're still right. doing it, right? You're still doing flips right now? Are you currently still um, doing flips? Yeah, I mean, the market kind of shifted. So right. I'm, I'm sitting it out right now. But I think that there, there are still a lot of people buying and selling. And my advice is to people is I already told people we knew for a long time the market was going to shift. We've seen it. We've seen it coming for at least like six months or so. Right. They've been talking about it. They've been talking about inflation. We knew rates were going to go up. We knew things were going to change. And at that point, that was a time for people to start shifting their focus in, in what they were doing in their business. And that means going after the investors and start building that database of investors. How much money do you need to make in a deal? How do you do do this, this and that? And investors usually have, can buy more than one property, right? So you're getting the buy, you're getting the sell. And then when they sell, they're buying another one and they're on and on and on. These are the best kind of customers. These are repeat customers. So I think that, you know, I, I believe that, you know, the difference between successful people and people that are not so successful is that successful people have the ability to shift and change and shift and change with the market when circumstances changes, right? Because no matter what market we're in, people make money. Absolutely. And actually, I want to point out, you you did a post not too long ago that I loved that it talked about uh, that most, more millionaires are made during these times, right? Correct. You had you something on there. The money is made in the buy when you buy the property. So yes. now's the time. So, you know, there's still there's still room to make money because we're, we're in a market now that's kind of slowed up. Right. So you're going to come across people that have to sell and that need to make a move. And maybe their property is not moving as much and they have equity in it, and you can offer them a deal and then you can turn that around and you can sell it. Absolutely. There's still, there's still opportunities. There's a lot. There's a lot of opportunity in every yeah. market. There's opportunity, it's just whether or not you choose to see it, or whether or not you choose to be a victim of the market. And that's all. I, that's all around your mindset. I love that because a lot of times we do become the victim of our own circumstances, and we think about too making it too difficult when it shouldn't be that difficult. Um, Jessica, what were you re- again going back to real estate when you started in the business? Was there anybody that you? look up to that you got mentored by how do you got into and i know now it's a different story but back then take us back how was that like when you first started in the business i mean i think that the 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 first person that opened my mind up to the to the world of like thinking big and possibility was definitely you know coaching with tom ferry um i had done a little bit of coaching with mike ferry and mike ferry is great in terms of like learning um like uh, in terms of learning like skills, 
And um, I think the basics, I, the basics of calling and doing. And they're, mm-hmm. they're the essential. They're like the cornerstone of everything. Right. But yes. then, but then it was, you know, starting to coach with Tom and, and not even so much Tom of itself, but the people that he attracted into a circle mm-hmm. kind of created like this mastermind of, of people, right. That, um, that had these big visions and I had never been exposed to that in the way that I grew up and the people that I grew around, you know, my parents were very like, my dad's like sayings were like another day, another dollar. Um, um, I always thought that people that were rich and people that did things were people that had like college degrees, like doctors or, or things like that. These big degrees that I didn't really feel like I was smart enough um, that I would never be one of those people. And so, and then I, you know, I got into sales and I like sales and I saw these people making money, but I still never really knew I could be one of those people, the people with the big office, the people with all the the things and the awards and the money and the fancy cars and all of that. Um, and I, I think that Tom really opened my eyes to, um, to know that I could have whatever it is that I want. You want it. So I always... You know, mm-hmm. that is. And then, as you know, um, my my coach that I had the longest with him was was Shadi Bazzi mm-hmm. and um, still which we both coach with. I coach with him and I know it's he's amazing. Me to this day, he's very update updated on like technology and helping me. And he still helps me in that aspect of my business. Yes. Now, moving from from that to now, what are you primary focusing on nowadays? I know you still do some of the flips, but you, I know we have the spiritual uh, cooking company. Now you have your your coaching system as well. How do how do people get to you nowadays, and what are you concentrating nowadays more than anything? Um, well, I don't focus on real estate, and I don't focus on the real estate business. It kind of comes to me now. Okay. Um, like last year, I had a bunch of sales, and and it's. I didn't try to, and I didn't solicit. They were just people that, you know, when they see how you live and they see how you invest and they see the things that you do, they trust you. They trust mm-hmm. you to sell the property. They trust you to list their property. They, they listen to your advice. They don't care that I'm at a no-name broker. They don't care about all that because they know that I get results, <laughs> right? Because at the end of the day, those things um, don't really don't really matter. Um, so I, I'm never going to turn down business. Uh, but I'm also not going to work with someone who's not 100% serious and committed because I have, you know, I, I'm able to, I have the pleasure of, of the ability and financially to be able to work with who I, who I choose. Um, and I am doing my coaching. Um, right. Initially, my, my coaching was, you know, I used to suffer from anxiety and panic attacks and different phobias associated with that. And um, there was a, there was a, actually a coach, um, at Tom Ferry that recommended me to somebody that eliminated my problems in one session. Wow. So during the last recession, um, you know, things weren't so good. And in my mind, I was kind of thinking about like, okay, what can I do about this? And this subject of what this person did came up to me three times. And it's like, you know, there's a saying about if you see something three times, <laughs> Okay, so I just went to go study about the mind and how the mind works and all that. And initially, that's what my business was about. 
was I thought, well, if somebody cured me in one session, I want to give that back to people because I spent seven years having panic attacks and anxiety. And I thought, well, maybe this is what God wants me to do. Maybe God wants me to save people in the way that I was saved. This is like my obligation. And, and, I to, and I started to do that. I still do that. Um, I'm very successful at it. I have a I can cure phobias and cure eliminate phobias in, in one hour. Um, but the flip side of that was what, what came out of that was also people live for so long in these fears and phobias and all these things that they don't have a vision for their future. That's they haven't so created a vision. They, all they wanted was to just not be nervous, was to not have panic attacks, was to not have the phobia. But then forgetting that there's a whole life out there for them, right? So then I moved more into, okay, after we eliminate the phobia, let's start creating a future for yourself. Who do you wanna be? What do you wanna do? Because before they, that's not even something they could see or they could fathom. So I started doing that. And then um, I started doing some coaching with, with Shadi once a week on his in his group. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah, um, I remember you were doing that at one point. Yeah, which is listings on demand is an incredible course that, that he has that he runs for people. I think it's, amazing in terms of learning skills and accountability. And yes. I did my tech coaching on there once a week. And, um, you know, he really pushed me to do a course because I <laughs> love the course world. And I think that it's my vision is to is to help more than just a few people, more than just these one-on-ones, but to create, I want to like save the world basically. Right? <laughs> love that. We're doing courses. Yes. And he said, make a course. And I said, Oh my God, I've never done that. I don't know how. So he forced me forcibly forced <laughs> me to take my system that I had with one-on-one -on -one people and design it into a course. And we tested it in LOD and it was, it, it was successful. And mm -hmm. that became my signature course. I have done a money course since then, but my, my main course that I teach is teaching people about the mind and how yes. the mind works and and helping them understand about, um, you know, willpower, why willpower doesn't work and how we operate based upon a system of behavior. And I give people the tools to change their behavior and create this vision for their, for their life. Because the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, our brain is like a computer and we have the ability yes. to program our mind to get, do, be, have whatever it is that we want in life. And if you do not give your mind a direction, it will continue to go in the direction of the past. Exactly. You're, you're going to go somewhere no matter what. So you mm -hmm. might as well spend the time training it. So when you do something like create a future vision, right, and you read that vision over and over and over again, and you relive that that vision over and over and over again, you're programming your mind to move towards that vision. And then all of a sudden you're going to start to see things will happen and you'll think they're miracles or you think they're, you don't really understand, but you start to see a shift. And the shift is actually that you've started to program that vision into your mind. And now your mind is starting to move, move towards it. And it's actually very effortless. It's, it's very easy. It's a lot easier than people think. It's a and, lot easier than doing the hard work. <laughs> and that's what I think the challenge comes, Jessica, because I've me taking your class and being gone through the process, um, I can definitely see and understand and, 
And again, I'm proof there's some of the stuff you were talking about. Just remind me how things have just lately been showing up for me and people are coming into my life and just things have been lined up. But most people, like you said, they don't know where to start. They don't know where to begin. And we're so busy with the day to day. And we've been told I can speak for me. Like I've been told in order for you to get something, you have to work hard. And all these things that we've been programmed forever. It's yeah. not as easy. But again, here's an example of you being able to put something together where people can plug in, apply those principles, learn how to reprogram their mind and see the results. So I definitely love to, as we're doing this, I'm going to definitely put out your info for people to be able to reach out to you. Um, do you have any of these courses coming up? Are you working on any, any new I things? Do right now. I don't right now. Um, I do okay. have a Facebook group that I do do live coaching. I've just been really, really busy with my one-on-ones and I need to kind of a lot some time back to go on live. Um, it's, it's Jessica, the mind trainer live, if anybody's interested in join that, but I did want to share with you, Bertha, you know, something that's been coming up a lot is I, I think that people are starting to open up to this concept of like less is more, and mm-hmm. they're opening up to this concept of things just showing up and they're opening up to this concept of, I don't have to work so hard and I can have, it's, 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 you know, like I always talk about like Esther Hicks has this, um, like seven or eight minute video on YouTube called the stream that I highly recommend that you watch, you know, and it's, it's nothing you want is upstream. Everything goes with the flow that we're taught in society to go against the current, that everything is with the award. Everything is with the working hard, which, which now, you know, and a lot of people know is not true. Um, and that's been evidenced by, you know, some of, some of the results and then people get results sometimes and they don't get results consistently. And I'm finding that it's become like, the the mode like the it's become very popular it's become um it's become very popular for coaches right now to latch on to this movement yes i was gonna say i feel like it's more like a movement a lot of people are going through it a lot of it's more open unfortunately 99 percent of the people that are teaching this movement have no idea what they're saying they're just regurgitating information that they're stealing or they're getting from other people. And, and, and it's some people are going to get it, but if the teacher themselves isn't fully embodying that, they're not going to be able to translate that to the people. And, and I think that why I, I feel like my course is like the cornerstone. I think my course is for everybody in life. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's not just for salespeople. It's for everybody. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is I'm teaching you how the mind works, right? And I'm teaching you how that applies to your communication with people and how you are and, and the resistance behind your body language and your verbal language that creates the reaction to people. Now, people are going out there and teaching about law of attraction and being in the flow and just think these thoughts. Okay, if you're thinking these thoughts, like (laughs) I am powerful, I'm gonna make 500 sales this year, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. But you have this little person on your shoulder saying, no, you're not, you're an idiot can't do it. You said that last week and that didn't happen this week and blah, blah. That's not going to work. So you can take all the courses in the world to learn all of these affirmations, all of these belief systems. But if you don't fix the negative talk in your mind and the negative pictures that you're making 
it's not going to work for you at all. You're continually throwing your money in the toilet and, and, and like it's working for small groups of people. So then those become the spokesperson for these courses. And then all these people take these courses and are like, is there something wrong with me? How come right. I'm not living? Low? How come my affirmations don't work? How come all these things don't work for me? Well, if you take my course one day when I teach <laughs> when you open it up again, <laughs> change the programming of your mind. And in my course, I teach you the tools of how to change the programming. It's basic. People are doing two things. You're either having negative self-talk or you're making negative pictures. That's the end of it. That's that. Those are the two main ways we communicate with ourselves. So and when you stop and think, why am I not getting the results that I should be getting? Stop and pause and figure out what's your pattern, right? You know this. You know yes, this. Yes, what is absolutely. My it's the voice in my head. Oh, well, I'm seeing that I'm just going to crash and burn. Okay, so I teach you how do you fix those pictures? How do you fix those voices? Because the thing is, is just like you have those voices for negative behavior, you have those voices for your positive behavior. Exactly. You have those voices to motivate you. You have those those voices for when you're in your flow. And so I teach you and I show you how to access when you're in your flow and when you're in your state. And then you can replicate those characteristics that you have and move them over into the behaviors that you haven't currently yet mastered. Absolutely. And absolutely. And you know something you touched about? affirmations. And I wanted to go back in there because I know a lot of times, and again, this is in our business. I'm speaking, I work with agents all the time. I will go into offices. We do trainings and stuff. And a lot of times, like you were saying, you repeat the same stuff, but you don't really believe. One of the things that I've, that I've realized is like, not until we believe that we deserve those things, none of that is going to show up. Even if you say it 20 times a day, like you were saying. So because of you, because of you, so please touch a little bit more on that. But because of you, I have changed some of my affirmations. Uh, because again, sometimes we just do it because everybody else has to do it. But it doesn't really apply to you. I feel like nowadays my affirmations are more, you know, particular and they're more for me, not just because everybody else uses this. So can we uh, touch a little bit about affirmations and how to, should we create our own affirmations rather than just repeating someone else's? I think that every problem that you have is an opportunity to turn into an affirmation. Beautiful. Okay. So I find that the best affirmations come from when you have a problem. So um, it's hard for me to think of them off the top of my head, but, you know, like when somebody says, um, you know, something makes them uncomfortable, you know, they'll be like, um, I'm nervous. I'm nervous to make cold calls. I don't want to make cold calls or I'm nervous to knock on doors or blah, blah, blah. Right. They don't really think to make an affirmation around that. Okay. So the affirmation that I would give would be something like, um, I enjoy making calls. What? Okay, what is it that you don't like about making calls? It makes me uncomfortable. Okay, it makes me comfortable to make calls. Talking I feel good when I make calls. <laughs> I love the results of when I make calls. Right. And it just shifts on your mind. Like, okay, now I can make calls and, and without feeling that, oh, my God, I'm going to get rejections. I enjoy making the calls. So I enjoy connecting with people. Making, making calls feels comfortable to me. 
There you go. And These people make discomfort. So you say, okay, what's what's the opposite of discomfort? It's comfortable for me. So you're programming your mind to say, this feels comfortable to me because, and, and you may think, well, uh, well, it really doesn't, right? But you don't realize you've been telling yourself all the time, it feels uncomfortable. Exactly. So exactly. when is this, and, and you know, because you're a big Joe Dispenza fan and, and he has this, this saying that I, that I love, um, which is to become conscious of your con- unconscious thoughts. And that's exactly. really all it is. It's sometimes it's the, just the mere fact of you becoming conscious. Aware that it's there and now we get to work on it. That stops the pattern, right? Because we have this pattern. We have this pattern from here, 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 here to get to there. Right. Right? So when you are thinking, 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 and then you stop, you're you're not getting to here anymore because you're stopping. You're not letting that thought process the whole way through. And the more you can break that thought pattern, the more you stop that pattern of behavior. Absolutely. So that's why just becoming aware of any time. Okay, every time I talk to this person, they have an attitude. Or every time, you know, any time you're not getting a result with somebody, I always call it the power pause. Power oh pause. Pause. And stop. See, the thing is, is, what people don't realize is we live 95% of our, our, our life and our day in hypnosis, in a hypnotic state. All of our responses are automatic. All of our behaviors are automatic, right? So if you are not getting a result in whatever it is, dating, life, your weight, your exercise, anything that it is, when you pause when you're going to do something, you're going to realize oh, I'm making a negative picture. Oh, I have a negative thought. And you may pause and be like, well, that's stupid because that's not true. Well, that's stupid. That doesn't make sense. And it happens to all of us. I mean, it's just, yeah, it is so interesting you touch into that because a lot of times we want to lose the weight, but we're concentrating on the weight rather than start doing something that allow us to to start losing the weight. We're thinking, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight, but you're not doing anything to stop eating the junk food. You're not doing anything to exercise. And we're just, again, like this. When you you decide, when you repeat that over and over and over again, you know, it's let me become conscious of my unconscious thoughts. Let me become conscious of my unconscious thoughts. Let me become like, you can do affirmations. I'm smart. I'm this. I'm that. No, no. (laughs) Let me become conscious of my unconscious thoughts. You're reminding your brain over and over again, right? So that means the next time you get upset and you go into the pantry and you go to eat something and you're eating, all of a sudden you're in the middle of eating it and you're like, wait, why am I doing this? I'm not even hungry. I did it because the person I was on the phone with upset me or... You know, I I think that we've around food, you know, we've all been programmed to food equals good times. When we get together, we eat. When we get together, (laughs) we eat, right? So we associate like, no, you can go with your family and have a good time and you don't have to eat. Exactly. Everything comes around food. So when you become conscious of that, you become okay with not eating. You become okay with, hey, I'm on a plan and I have a goal and not feeling like, because the thing is, is a lot of people like they're going on a diet and they'll go to a party and then they stare at all the food and they're like, oh, I want that, I want that. Well, because they've 
created an association between the pleasure and these people and the good time, as opposed to like the pleasure of the result of what you're going to get. Yes. Amazing. Right. And yes, the food out of the equation and enjoy the company, enjoy the people, enjoy the conversation. You don't and need to eat those. things. You don't, you don't. And that's interesting. You touch on the food because that's, I think most, and I'm going to speak for girls because most of us are always thinking, I want to look better for summer. I want to do this. And we create goals, but then again, we don't, take the steps. And like you said, we're in the middle of a gathering and all we see is food and we want to eat it all. So and then we don't like the results. So that's or amazing. The whole time, you're in conversation with people and like, you're like this. Huh? <laughs> because there's like the cheese dip with the chips in the corner that you just want so bad that probably any other time you may not have cared, but because you've decided you're on a diet and you can't eat it all of a sudden, you can't stop thinking about it. Absolutely. That's amazing. Right. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up because it's so true. We all go through those motions. Like I want to look good for the summer and then we get so caught up on it and, and we don't, we don't even enjoy life. I feel like a lot of times we can have the body like and lose the weight and still enjoy our food, but just be mindful and take the time to just eat portions. You don't have to eat the whole plate. You don't have to eat the whole basket of chips. So I don't know. I think, yeah. I think that's what's working out for me, but I love that we, we tap into that because I get a lot of my friends talking about that. And I think it's important yeah, that we, food, we, I, I gotta be honest with you. Food is, is one of the, is, is one of the tougher topics. Um, I used to do a lot in food. Um, okay. not so much, not so much anymore. Um, in the beginning, I got a lot of people around food and diet really? for some reason. Um, and, and, but food is tough because we can't avoid it. We have to eat. And um, like I said, a lot of family gatherings and a lot of occasions and fun are centered around food. Mm-hmm. And then also I would get a lot of, um, I worked with a lot of like Eastern European models who are from Russia mm-hmm. and, and countries like that, who had food shortages or food rationings and stuff who, you know, who came out of their country and, and are now modeling and making all this money and have access to food that they didn't have before. And they just want to, you know, Get it stuff all. Their- yeah. And they can't because they have this modeling career and it's, it's very, food is, is probably one of the most challenging topics. But have you, once- have you ever worked with someone who needed to, again, uh, they couldn't stop eating. Do you ever had an experience with someone who was really, really in a bad situation with food and you were able to help them? Oh yeah. 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 Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I think the... I was just saying that I think that food is one of, is, is one of the tougher topics. What I know difficult. we think, I, I mean, I work with people who have all kinds of like sexual assault and, and trauma and car accidents and all kinds of crazy things. And I still find probably one of the hardest things is, is food because, you know, as children, and I really had to keep this in mind with my kids. Right. And I, I still do today is we we were given food as a reward. Oh my God, let's go into kids because I am a mom, you're a mom. So again, growing up for me, it was you have to finish your food and you have to eat and three times a day and this and that. And a lot of times, like you said, we, you, we, tend, we tend to do this. You, I'm sorry. If, you're, if you do and if you do, you get dessert. <laughs> there we go. If you finish your food, then you get the dessert. So again, like you said, it, it starts it starts right there. And I think as moms and as, as we become more aware of this, like, again, we don't have to make them eat all the food. We don't have to make them, you know, reward them with food. They can have other things. 
things, right? Absolutely. And and again, here's here's for the moms out there. Let's start working on our kids when they're little. Do not let them get rewarded by food. Let's give them some other things that they can enjoy as well without having to put stuff in their in their bodies. It's just, it's just, just, it's not to say you can't give them those things, but you don't have to call it a reward. You don't have to make it seem like the food. You don't make food seem like a punishment and don't make food seem like a reward because then that causes people to have issues around the food. There you go. So there you go. Let's work on that. I'm, I'm, I'm working on that myself. So thank you for sharing that. Now, let me ask you, what is your superpower? What is Jessica's superpower? I want to know. From your perspective, you can decide which is that one thing that you're so good at that you call it your superpower. Very easy. It's my ability to heal people. There you go. I, I, I pray for it every day. I work on it every day. And, and I ask God for the, the skills and the education and the enlightenment to be able to heal as many people as I can. And I find that the more I work on my intuition... This goes for everybody. And what intuition is, is moving out of yourself, right? Yes. And listening and open your ears to what people have to say. Because people are communicating everything that you need to know about them through their language, through their body language. Everything in everybody's being is communicating everything about them. That's why I tell people, you can't hide who you are. You can't have thoughts and not think it's coming out in your language, your behavior, and your body language, right? Mm -hmm. So my ability to move out of myself and really listen to what people say and listen to, you know, we can call it intuition and what I'm getting mm-hmm. is my power. It, it yeah. helps me be able to help people. And I, and I think that... The more you can move out of move out of yourself, like when you go on a presentation and you're like, how do I look? How do I sound? Am I doing this right? Am I going to get the listing? Am I going to get the loan? Am I going to get this? Am I going to get that? Guess what? If you're way too busy listening to the thoughts in your head, you are definitely not listening to what the customer has to say. And yeah. then all of a sudden, the customer has an objection and you're like, was that one of the ones I learned in class? <laughs> They see in class. What did? And then you come back with a canned response that your coach taught you, and then you wonder why the response didn't work. Well, coach, I used one of those lines that you gave me last mm-hmm. night. Were you really paying attention to what the person said? Were you yes. really paying attention? Is is that really their objection, or is it something else? See, the thing is, when you're really listening and when you're really tuning into somebody. You can tell whether or not it's a genuine objection or whether or not they're bullshitting you to get right. rid of you to push you off, right? right? So when you're really listening, you can say, well, what does that mean? And if I had that or if we had that, what would that do for you? You know, you can create. But if you're worried about, oh, my God, am I going to get this listing? Oh, my God, I got to pay for my car. I got to pay for my house. I need to get this listing or I got to reach my goal of selling 50 homes this year and I really need this listing or this is in my farm and then I can get more listening. How so can you're you so caught up in you that you don't forget about your client. And that's something that I, that I, that I've noticed that a lot of times you're so busy getting that sale that you're not listening what the customer truly wants or what their really needs are. So in our business, it's definitely very, very important that we listen. Um, 
it's funny because in my office, the, the girls always said, what do you do to clients? They always come and, and before they leave, they're even, you know, sharing their whole life and they're crying with you. And I'm like, I just listen. And it's so funny that you, that you said that because it is true. When, when, when we take the care. time to just listen, they'll, they'll tell you. <laughs> They'll tell you everything. Oh my yes, God. I, yes. used to do that with, I do that with people who, who, who rent apartments from me. <laughs> wow. From like being like, Oh my God, this person's great. This person could say, I'm like, well, like three years ago I lost my job and then uh, I started doing crack and then uh, I went to rehab and you're like, Ooh, maybe I shouldn't rent to this. Maybe <laughs> Like people, that is, uh, the thing is, is people manipulate like rapport and stuff like that they they manipulate rapport to like oh let me use that to my advantage to get the sale no you use that to to get information yes. so you want to get information the more information you have the more you can you can dictate and control the conversation because when they try to give you some bs you can come back with well three sentences ago you said, you said blah, blah, blah. yeah yeah, yeah, you know that's not true. But if you're so busy, like, oh my god, I have my showing in five minutes, and I really need to wrap this up. I wonder if they're going to sign. You're missing. You missed everything. the whole sale already. Yeah, definitely. I think listening is, is something that it's in our business. A lot of times, people don't don't utilize it as much as they should. But it's it opens up all the doors for you to know what to use when they come up with an objections. When you when you get enough information from them, so. You know, I talk about that in my course about when people, when you're going, let's say, like with a husband and wife and you're building rapport and all of a sudden, like you're engaging with one person. Right. And oh, you're yes. like you this thing. Right. And you're but you're so into them. And then all of a sudden you go in for the signature and like, let's say the wife is over here and she's like, no, because you didn't have an awareness of the whole room. Right. Yes. I teach you my class how to get an awareness. Like some people are very they only see like this. Mm -hmm. They don't see all that's going on. So in, in my course, I have some exercises to teach you expanding awareness exercises so that while you're talking to this person, you're paying attention to the body language of the person over here. Right. Yes. And you understand that they're like, right? yes. this is mm -hmm. who's telling you this, right? <laughs> when you're paying attention, when somebody says something, there's a difference between sitting back in comfort and sitting back in like, Right. But if you're too busy, you're missing the subtle nuances in people's behavior where they're telling you, you lost me at that same. And see, if you were paying attention, you would have say some people are like, oh, well, I'm going to go on to the next line of my script or I'm going to go this. But if you're really paying attention, you're going to say, oh, I just said said something wrong. I just lost them in that moment. Right. Right. So that's my other thing to tell people is be honest, be unafraid. I'm sorry. I just noticed a shift in you. Did I say something wrong did, or did I say something that um, didn't sit well with you? Um, what's going on? Tell me more about what just happened, about your reaction to what I just said. A lot of people would be afraid, right? They just want to keep going in their presentation. No, when you can have those conversations and, and the thing is, is when you're going on and on and on in your, in your presentation about, you know, um, I can do this and I can do that. And I, da, 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 and you think like, I'm so great because I've done all these things <laughs> and it's all about you. Right. Oh my God. You were just, I was thinking of that. I'm like, and when you focus on you, then you lost your client because it's not about you. It's about them. It's about them at, the, at that moment. 
when you're dialed in and you're paying attention to the nuances and you pause or they pause or they do something and you catch them and you stop your presentation to say, hey, what just happened right now? Their mind unconsciously, what is their mind telling them? Their mind is telling them they care about me. Yes. They're paying attention to me. Mm-hmm. They they understand my needs. Totally. Right? Yes. Because people oh. think like, I'm going to get the listing because I'm number one in the neighborhood. I'm getting the listing because I sell all this. There's like nobody above me. There's nobody better and blah, blah, blah. So you go into this presentation and you're all arrogant because I'm me and I'm the shit and I'm this amazing, wonderful person. And, and you go in and then they give it to somebody else. And you're like, why? <laughs> I'm so much better than them. Right. I'm so much better than them. How come they pick them? Again, a lesson to be learned from there, right? Because the other person paid attention and they listened. They care. And they care. I I feel like that's a big one for me. If you care, people are going to reciprocate that to you with their business or just, you know, being being truthful too. Sometimes they're not ready to make a commitment. They'll tell you, hey, I'm not going to do it now, but later on I will definitely do it. There are times I always get people to say, oh, you know what? I'm not going to do it right now for X. Y and Z reason, but I'm definitely coming back to you. And that's because, and again, what, we showed... And then I would showed, ask them, then why did you call me today? Mm-hmm. Then why are we here today? What made you go from coming in here and wanting to do it to not wanting to do it? Right. Be unafraid. To ask. Be unafraid to get to the truth. Yes. Because you don't want to see a week later they listed with somebody else and they got a loan from somebody else. And then you're sitting there wondering why. What did I do? Be unafraid. Get to the truth of what it is. Because it's like, it's such a good example. In the morning, um, Uh I always listen to Kiss FM when I I take my kids to school. And um, one day they have Ryan Roses and then they have like (laughs) first, first date update. Okay. Have you heard this one? I, I heard of it before, not recently, but they're they're hilarious. Some of the stuff you listen to, like, oh my God, it's out there. Well well, Ryan's Roses is my sick pleasure. I don't know why I like listening to people <laughs> like apart. But but the first date update is, is interesting because you know, the people they call in and they're like, Oh, I went on this date with this person and either they we had such a great time and a connection and they never called me. Oh yes, like they, I heard those too. Or whatever it is, and then the person gets on the call. And it's incredible the miscommunications that people have. Well, he did this, so I got turned off, or um, this happened, so I never called them again. And like 90% of it is like a miscommunication. Miscommunication. They just They're, assume. Very few of it is like, oh, they were just gross and I didn't really like them. Because these are people genuinely coming and said, we had a connection. Mm -hmm. I don't understand what happened. And the truth is that all these people did have a connection. But then something like tiny happened that was misconstrued, that people created stories in their brain. And it was like, and then they talk and they're like, oh, my God, that was so dumb. It was a tiny (laughs) little thing. Such a when you go on a presentation, just get to the truth there. You may have said a little something or done a little something that you could easily clear up and continue and go get the sale. 
Right. I mean, don't wait to the end and be like, okay, so you're going to sign. And they say no. And then you're like, well, why? Why not? <laughs> That's really not the time. The time is to be paying attention all along in through, the presentation. Through all your so that presentation. That subtle shift from them being engaged, and even from the beginning, even from the beginning, if someone is disinterested in you, I would stop the presentation. I would ask, is something wrong? Why continue to go on for 20 minutes if it's never going to work out? Why give them that book that you spent an hour that you Put spent your, to, your whole presentation for you to leave for them to give to your competition to give to somebody else? Pick that right. shit up and take it with you. Let's go. Yes. I'm sorry. It doesn't seem like you're really vibing with what I'm saying. I'm find a nice way to say it, but say, um, is everything okay? Um, would you like me to stop? Find out what they're thinking. Be it. People are so afraid of the truth. They're so afraid of the truth. Yes. And, and sometimes just getting to the truth, it will get you to listen. Or we'll get you to be, or get you to go to make the next call to get the listing. Because like you said, maybe that's just not going to work. And you're wasting maybe 20 minutes of your time. You know what? You could have said something that reminded them of their ex-girlfriend. You could have mm. said something that reminded them of a bad salesperson. You could have said something that reminded them of this used car salesman that screwed them over when they bought a car. And all mm -hmm. of a sudden, they don't like you. And you didn't even do anything. You were just being you. You just reminded them of somebody that they didn't like. <laughs> right? Yes. And be, and be honest. And it happens so many times and we just don't know, like you said, and we don't ask. So then how are we going to find out? It's, so easy to, fix. it's yes. so easy to say, hey, what happened? You seem to be really engaged and now you're not. Did I say something that you didn't like? Did I say something that you have a question about? Did I say something that changed your mind? Because it's either going to go one of two ways. They're just going to say like, hey, I really don't like you, which is so highly unlikely that it's going to happen. It's going to open up the conversation. <laughs> opening up the conversation is going to create rapport and trust because they know that you are listening and they know that you are that you care and they know that you are there instead of just for the sale. Right. Because so that's... many people are missing all the signs because they just want to make the sale and unconsciously the prospect is picking up on that. Uh, yes. And it happens a lot, a lot. I mean, being in our business, I think those presentations, the real estate agents, we always have the same kind of objections. And it comes back to being able to build a report, just know when is the time to stop and ask the right questions and listen more than anything. And you will know if you're on the right path or not to get that listing, you know? Exactly. Whether or not yeah. you're on the right path. Because if you're not on the right path and there's no going on the path, it was so nice meeting you. Um, maybe this won't work out for you, but maybe you'll have a friend that will like me. <laughs> for your friend. <laughs> right. Good for you. Bro. Let me go find your friend. <laughs> Don't be afraid to ask for the business. You can still ask the business. Maybe it's not for them, but maybe they'll have a friend that'll like you. They don't like you, right? That's amazing. I think you, you gave us so many good nuggets for, for, for agents today. I think you definitely touch up in so many areas that I'm taking mental notes. I'm like, my goodness, that is so true. I've done that. And I know that I can probably get better at listening a little bit more, maybe ask more questions. Just like you said, really care about when we're talking to our potential clients, yeah. prospects, and, 
and even our kids. I, I just don't know. Sometimes we get busy with everything else and we don't listen to our kids. They're just saying some stuff and you just, oh, yeah. We don't. And I feel like we need to pay more attention to to what they're telling us because there's so much there that sometimes we can learn from. I have definitely learned so much from my 12-year-old now uh, because the they stuff we do. point out your things. Well, how come when I you say that, but when you do it, it's okay? Oh. <laughs> awesome definitely and i love you being able to balance you with your babies i see you being very um, active with them that's that's great you're getting to enjoy and and being able to do your business run your business still but being present with your little ones um i see you all the time spending some time with the birthday parties and you're doing amazing with those little ones i i truly enjoy seeing you with them so can't wait to meet them one day soon <laughs> so right now tell me what is what's coming up next for jessica what are you working on what what's next what for you working on right now is uh well i do my one-on-one -on -one coaching um maybe around the new year i'll have my i'll launch my course again and um i started a it's coming out next month, an online community called Spiritual Cocaine. And uh, what I've created there is, is, is I feel like, you know, there isn't going to be one person to take you. There's going to be many people that are going to take you on your, on, on your journey. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've come across so many incredible people and I've been able to share them with people and, and through this person, you meet that person. And I thought, I always have to find out about these people for word of mouth. There isn't one central place to mm -hmm. find out about people. So I created this um, online community um, okay. that will feature all of these different people and all of the modalities that they use to help people level up in their life, whatever it may be. Okay. Whichever way, whether it's your health, whether it's your spirituality, whether it's your money blocks, whether it's your business, I created an online community where you can learn about all the different teachers um, okay. and all the different courses that are available. And you can log on and you can search by subject. Okay. And um, there's going to be podcasts on there. There's going to be um, blogs on there, articles, and there's going to be featured people and it's just a place for you to come to find um people that you're looking for to help you on your journey to become your best self wow and it's up and running or is it still in the works what 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 stage are you on with that project ready what's the date today it's supposed to be ready you know next month okay. so we'll see well, make sure you keep us testing and, and it's www.spiritualcocaine.com Beautiful. And where did that idea came from? How did the name came about? Because it's very unique. Tell us. Uh, it came about from doing a session with Missy Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, uh, you know, I've never done drugs, but uh, I felt so good in a session with her. I said, this must, I said, this is what it was. This is what it must feel like to be on cocaine. And I said, <laughs> Like, you know, so high, like I felt so, so good. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, it's like spiritual cocaine. Wow. And I said, hmm. I like that. Yeah. So I went and I uh, did a little Re research. Register the name. <laughs> I, I, I got my patents and it's, you know, That's all amazing. of that. And, uh, I, 
my first thing was I made, you know, some hats and I have some shirts coming. Um, and then my website's going to be coming up soon. I mean, I have, I have some hats on my website now, but in the future we'll have more things, more things, you know, I, I hope that people who have tools, like people have journals, they have Chris, they have different tools that they use for manifestation and teaching Uh tools and I I really hope to create a bigger online marketplace for people's um, tools as well that they use that people will find helpful. That's um, awesome. So it will be be a place where you're going to have access to different people to work in different areas. Um, Correct. Spiritual development, personal growth, and all of that stuff. Anything, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be spiritual. It's anything that's going to help you heal your mind, body, and spirit to take you to where you want to go. You may have somebody that's a that's a great teacher of a topic that's not necessarily spiritual and that's okay. As long as the, the intention is there behind it to, to help level, take you to the next level. Um, we're interested in having that kind of person on our site. That's amazing. Well, I can't wait to get on there and see what's in there. I'm super excited. I know you have so much things going on and I'm always learning from you. I'm always checking to see what else is there that I can um, learn from and apply to my life as well. Um, you mentioned something as we were starting. Um, do you want to go into that now? Oh, oh, that's that's a, like a whole hour topic. <laughs> well, why don't we make it like a quick intro and then we'll leave it up for another um, episode to come out and talk about that. But give us a little oh, glimpse of what do you. A little bit about, um, about magnetism. Yes. You know, tell me about that. Magnetism is just, it's a, it's a next level thing as far as being able to attract people and attract things that you want. You know, I think that uh, we all want to be that person that walks in the room and everybody turns around and they want to know who you are and what it is about you. And I know that we do come across people that are magnetic without even opening their mouth and want to know what it, what is it about them that's so magnetic. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all mindset. It's all confidence. Mindset. It's, it's it's something you have the ability to create inside of you, which is this magnetism. Beautiful. So I think we might put together, you know, a class on that. Or, or that will be great. Out. You know what? That'll be a great name. You want to become a magnetic um, individual or you want to um, work on your magnetism to be able to, you know, be that person, like you said, that walks into the room and people want to talk to you, want to know what you're doing, what is it that, that you have. Um, and we do meet those people. I, I think I have, I have the, you know, I have, running to people that you're like, feel so good about being around them. They have this energy. They have this thing about themselves that they carry it themselves a certain way. Hey, it's just yes. You just are like, I don't know what it is. But, uh. <laughs> right? So how do we create that? I just want people to know that every, everybody's behavior, everything that you see in somebody else is duplicatable. Bingo. Everything Amazing. is duplicatable. You can become whoever it is you want to be. And I think we should live in with that. They can become whoever they want to become because, again, with the, with the right mindset, with the right, again, environment, and once you learn how to tap into those things that we know that we can utilize, mm-hmm. um, we can, again, become whoever we want to become. So Absolutely. You can have whatever you want and have the life that you want. You just have to decide you want it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Decide decisions so if you have the ones they make the decisions stick with it and do whatever it takes to get you there and don't stop level up which is the podcast name level up thank you so much jessica 
for your time. I feel honored you were able to take the time. I know you have to run, but see you soon. Send you a big hug and um, can't wait to spend some more time with you. And we'll definitely set up another one for magnetism once we came out with the class okay. course or whatever it is that you're going to do with that. I'm excited. So see you soon. Thank you again. Anything you want to leave to the audience as a last thought, if you have any that I didn't ask you, or do you want to just tap into now? That Nothing. If you want to know more about me, uh, I am going to be posting more content on my um, Instagram, Jessica, the mind trainer. I do do live training, live, live free coachings on, uh, um, I think it's Jessica, the mind trainer live on Facebook. Facebook. Okay. And, um, contact information is there. If anybody's interested in doing some one-on-one -on -one sessions or follow me until, you know, I put my next course out. Beautiful. Thank you. We'll definitely put your information. Thank you again. Have an amazing rest of your day and can't wait until our next episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Level Up Podcast. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else podcasts are found, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, you can leave a five-star review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, we hope you level up.